Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome to Mind, Body, and Business, a podcast that explores topics, perspectives, and actionable insight for a strong mind and healthy body, along with empowering conversations to help you handle your business. I'm your host, Maria Moore. Super excited to have you joining me for another episode. And today's topic of discussion is signs and symptoms of poor health that you should not ignore. You know, that little feeling in your neck, your knees, your back. Yeah, we're going to be talking about that today, along with the benefits of preventative care because it's so much better to be on the offense than the defense, right? I also have a really great tell me more question. Of course, you have a chance to submit your questions for this podcast on Instagram at mbbpod. You can send me a DM there and I will do my best to include your question in the podcast episode. But today I have a great question from a listener who recently completed a very successful detox and she's trying to figure out okay how do I start eating regular again so we're going to be talking about that as well but first things first a mind body and business check-in this is how I love to kick off the episode because I think it's so important to check in with yourself to not let things linger too long and to address any changes that you need to make to improve or enhance your life so what are you doing for your mind body and business Here's my check-in for my mind, mental maintenance, continuing to go to therapy. Uh, My oldest son, and I think I shared this in the previous episode, he has been going through a hard time as many young adults are going through. He's 23 years old and he was doing really well when he was going to therapy once a week. Then he scaled back to twice a month. Then he got to a place where he felt like, you know what, I'm good. I don't need it anymore. And about four or five months went by and he recently experienced something that was very emotionally and mentally challenging for him. And I was telling him that continuing to do therapy doesn't mean you're not getting better. It's just like maintenance, like your car needs an oil change. Your car's tires need to be rotated. We have to do maintenance on our bodies and our mind, our brains are included. And as a mother, I like to lead by example. So, uh, you know, for me, therapy has really transformed my life. It has given me lots of clarity, a better understanding of how my brain works to not allow myself to be overwhelmed by my thoughts. So I am continuing that mental, emotional maintenance uh, twice a month, going to see my therapist and working through things, sharing good news. Uh, It's not always bad. There's not always a problem, but just making sure that I'm staying on top of my emotional and mental well-being. For my body, I'm working on rest. You know, I, I talk a lot about these Cuban salsa classes and I've been going really hard in addition to teaching my classes. And I have to be more mindful of getting to bed on time, of stretching and really caring for my body since I'm doing more physically. I did a class called Regen uh, at my gym this morning. 
And it is a class that uses foam rollers and lacrosse balls and tennis balls to really get deep into the muscle tissue and help remove any of the tension or ease up some of the tension. And that class was so good. And I plan to do more things like that moving forward, stretching my body, being kind to my body and getting enough rest. For my business, I am really focused on getting help inside of my business. And I'm so happy to announce that a producer has been hired for the Mind, Body, and Business podcast. So I am so grateful to get help with this podcast in terms of coming up with topics, booking guests, editing the podcast, uh, sharing more on social media. Uh, Having help, I think, is going to make a really huge difference. That's what I'm focusing on inside of my business you know, in combination with that mental goal is letting go and allowing myself to receive help because sometimes I can be very controlling, especially inside of my business, but I know that I can't grow that way, not professionally or personally. So I'm going to humble myself and ask for help and move out of the way (laughs) to receive it. What are you doing for your mind, body, and business? Check in with yourself and feel free to check in with me. You can post a comment or shoot me a DM on Instagram at mbbpod. Speaking of DMs, that is where I am right now at mbbpod on Instagram. And I'm going to go ahead and answer this week's tell me more question. Again, this is your chance to submit questions for the podcast. So... If you would like for me to answer your question, send that DM to me at MBBpod. So today's question comes from Latasha, who sent me the sweetest voice note. You know, it's one thing to send someone a nice text message, which is great to read, but actually hearing a voice just does something to my heart and my soul. So Latasha, thank you so much for sending these voice notes. She had a lot of positive things to say about the podcast, but her specific question had to do with coming off of a fast. And not really a fast, but she did like a detox. And it was a very successful detox. She lost about 10 pounds. So naturally, you know, when you lose that much weight, you're like, oh, I don't want to mess this up. What do I do now? You know, I want to eat some fried chicken. I want a slice of pizza because I did this detox and I'm missing real food. But a big challenge for a lot of people and a reason why many people stay on a weight loss roller coaster is they do these diets that produce results really quickly and then they don't know how to transition back into quote unquote normal life. And I'm a believer in detoxes. I think that at the beginning of each month or especially after you come off of a vacation or maybe a weekend when you weren't so great on your meals, it's good to do a detox for a couple of days. All fruits and vegetables, just liquids, letting your body come down and reset. And that's what Latasha did. She achieved great results on her detox and now she's coming out of it and says, Maria, I don't want to mess this up. And she even mentioned that she ate something that her body did not agree with and she ended up vomiting and she couldn't hold it down. And oftentimes that's your body giving you a sign that, I don't need this. It's not good for the system. So I would say definitely take that as a sign if your body is rejecting the food. But it could also be a sign that Latasha may have been doing too much too fast. And the key is really easing your way back into eating meats and carbohydrates and other things that weren't necessarily on that detox plan. So here are my three pieces of advice for you. I want you to start with either breakfast or lunch. So incorporating meats or breads or whatever meal you want to cook 
and adding just that one meal in for the first three to five days and then continuing to do the meals or, you know, those liquid meals, the fruits and vegetables that you were doing on the detox plan. Do that for about three to five days and then gradually up it to two meals a day and then maybe three meals a day. You may find that continuing to eat one of those meals that you were doing on the detox plan is a good long term answer for you ease your way back into eating those solid foods one meal at a time. The second thing I want to tell you, Latasha, is to really mentally prepare for the number on the scale to go up. That does not mean that you are gaining fat per se, but when you lose a lot of weight in a short period of time, most of that is water weight, what we call your muscle glycogen, and that is the energy stored outside of your muscle. That drops first, and then your body starts tapping into fat stores. So even though you may see the number on the scale going up, that does not necessarily mean that you're adding fat. It could mean that your muscle glycogen or that water weight is being replenished. So to combat that and also to protect your mental, because some people feel defeated when they see the number on the scale going up or they think they're doing something wrong, you need to have other indicators to track your progress. You need to take pictures. Take pictures because looking at your body and the changes in your body composition you cannot deny your waistline coming down your shoulders looking leaner your legs looking tighter your booty looking a little bit bigger right and these are the things that you don't always see on the scale so make sure that you take pictures to track your progress another thing that I have women that I train do outside of the scale and pictures is to have a pair of tester pants are you trying to get down to a certain size or is there like a dress a skirt a pair of jeans that you want to get back into try those on every couple of weeks and that'll give you an indication if your body is changing by the ease of getting that garment on and the last thing Latasha I want you to do I want you to be very clear about the goal that you're trying to achieve why are you getting in shape hopefully it's not just because a birthday or vacation is coming up what is your why root yourself in that and use that as fuel to keep yourself motivated going forward to not only achieve your goal but to also sustain the results Latasha, thank you again for that question because it's such a common thing that people experience and they do these detoxes and go back to eating how they did before the detox and then gain the weight back and then give up and then start the cycle all over again. So hopefully this provided you with some insight and insight for folks who are listening as well. Again, got a question for me? Hopefully I have an answer. I'll do my very best. Submit your tell me more question at Pod. Just hit that DM and I'll be on the other side. And with that said, it's time to kick off this podcast topic. We're talking about signs and symptoms that you may be dealing with poor health. Have you ever had a severe headache that you ignored or maybe some back pain, something going on with your stomach? Most of the time, this issue isn't serious. But if you have been dealing with the same symptoms for weeks, months, and some people even years, That is definitely your body trying to talk to you. So I want to go over some different scenarios that I believe all of us should look out for. And, you know, I really wanted to focus on this topic because I talk a lot about being in my middle years. You know, I'm 45. I'm at halftime. I pray that I get another 45 full, vibrant years of life. Uh, But I know a lot of that is going to have to do with the choices that I make, the foods that I eat, the way I take care of my body, the way I take care of my mind. Yes, certain things are outside of our control, but why not 
take advantage of the opportunity to control the things related to our health that will lead to a longer, fuller life. And, you know, it's made me really sad seeing so many people in the news, um, especially in the music industry, who are dying prematurely from conditions that can be improved with simple lifestyle changes. Talking stuff like, you know, strokes and uh, diabetes and heart disease, high blood pressure. Illness not only impacts us, but it also impacts our loved ones. You know, I talk a lot in this podcast about losing my dad uh, to COVID-19 back in early 2021. And when I went over to Nevada to handle his affairs, going through all of his things in his office, he had a lot of packaged processed foods, he had high blood pressure, he had a lot of health conditions that he just did not make me aware of. And he never had to get on a ventilator. The thing that basically led to his demise was that his kidneys gave up on him. Uh, They tried to do dialysis, his blood pressure was shooting through the roof, and there were just all kinds of things happening inside of his body that prevented him from healing. I'm so grateful for my dad, all the years we spent together, everything that he has done for me to shape me into the woman that I am today. I got 40-something incredible years with my dad. And he loved me dearly, uh, but it was very difficult to see him suffer through not only the COVID, but those other health conditions. And, uh, you know, when your loved ones have to see you in pain, especially pain that could have been prevented, it's not only hurtful for you physically and emotionally, but it's also painful for your loved ones to watch you experience that. And then there will be lasting emotional pain. You know, I still think about what I could have done for my dad, how I could have been more present if he was in pain. And I believe that if we are more intuitive when our bodies are giving us signs that something is off, it can literally add years to our lives. So I want to focus on a few things that we should look out for, a common things that we often ignore It could be our bodies telling us, hey, something is off. It's not just a headache. It's not just a stomach ache. You've been dealing with that back pain for a long time. That lump on your shoulder is kind of hard and it's growing. Maybe you should go to the doctor and get that checked out. So let's look at this list of signs and symptoms of poor health you should not ignore. Now, let me start by saying I am not a physician. I do not have a medical background. And ultimately, if you feel like you're experiencing something in your body that needs professional medical attention, be sure to talk to your doctor about it. Another uh, great resource is an episode here inside of this podcast with Dr. MJ Collier. It's called Head to Toe Health, and he is a medical professional. He has his license and offered some great insight Uh, From head to toe, he talked about headaches, stomach aches, digestion. He talked about bad knees, all of that. So if you're trying to get some insight from a physician, an actual doctor, be sure to check out that episode. But I would like to speak uh, about some things that I see as a personal trainer. So when I first take on a client, I like to do an assessment, like where are we starting? A lot of people get worried when they come to train with me because, you know, sometimes they look at my videos on social media and they think, oh, you're going to have me do what you're doing. But I always establish a starting point for my clients because some people can start 
uh, and do the exercises that I do. Some people are more athletic and need aggressive exercise and something more challenging. Conversely, there are folks who are new to exercise, deconditioned, uh, don't have a whole lot of endurance, and they really need to pace themselves. So I develop fitness programs to accommodate very specific needs. Uh, One assessment that I do is called the overhead squat assessment. And when I was studying for my personal training exam, this was a thing. Like I had to make songs. I had to come up with little catchy phrases and just ways to remember all of the muscles, the joints, the body parts. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And how to identify which muscles are overactive and underactive. So in the overhead squat assessment, you know, you have your client lift their arms over their head and just go into what they feel is a natural squat. So if a person is leaning forward, if their lower back is rounded, if their shoulders are collapsing down, you can tell which muscles are overactive or underactive. Overactive muscles need to be stretched underactive muscles need to be strengthened. So that is one way that I develop a program for my clients. Another thing that I like to do is monitor their heart rate because I believe the heart tells so much about the body. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So I had one client who was kind of like a workout partner. She called herself a client, but she was working out on my level. So we ended up doing our fitness routines together. And I remember uh, one day we were, well, actually it was after several sessions. We would end our workout sessions by doing sprints 
on the treadmill. So if basically you know, you put the treadmill on 10 to 12 miles an hour, you sprint for about 20 seconds, hop off for a short rest period, hop back on again. And so we would do about eight to 10 rounds of that at the end of our exercise routine. We both wore heart rate monitors, the kind that kind of strap around your chest. And we had an app on our phone so we could see how our heart rates were going. So when the heart rate is elevated, you know, you're exerting effort. And in the app, we could see it rising. And then when we got off of the treadmill, it would come down and it would go back up again, you know, when we would get back into that sprint. But for several weeks, what was happening with my workout partner, her heart rate wasn't recovering. So it would come down a little bit when we weren't doing our sprints. And even after we finished the entire exercise routine, you know, we would look at the uh, heart rate monitor and I would low key get jealous because she would always burn more calories than me. And I'm not really into stats and numbers and stuff like that. I like to exercise just to challenge myself outside of heart rate zones and numbers of calories burned. But back then I was just really into the stats and really into the metrics of it all. And so at the end of our exercise routine, she would always have more calories than me. And we were about the same height. Um, same weight. So our metrics were very similar, but she would stay in a higher heart rate zone doing the same exercises that I was doing. After about a couple of weeks, something told me, you know, I think it's a little odd that your heart rate isn't recovering. So say she would get up to 170 beats per minute, which was normal for her at her age at that time. And it would only come down about eight to 10 beats per minute. And this is after a whole minute of resting. Meanwhile, mine over here will come down like 40 beats per minute. And so the way your heart rate recovers says a lot about what's going on inside of your body. And she wasn't winded or anything, but it's just her heart rate wasn't going back down. It stayed elevated even when she was resting. And so she said, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna go to the doctor and find out what's going on. And she found out that she had blood pressure issues so much that she had to get on beta blockers but had she not paid attention and us collectively paid attention to her heart rate recovery and noticed the signs that her body was giving her she might not have taken action so from a personal training perspective I'm looking at things like overactive and underactive muscles. I'm looking at heart rate recovery. I'm also doing things like a talk test. You know, this is how I determine effort. Sometimes people feel like, oh, this is too much because they're breathing heavy. Breathing heavy during exercise is normal. I always joke around and say, that's called effort. So if you are breathing heavy during exercise, and when I say breathing heavy, I mean like, <sighs> like breathing heavy. Now, shortness of breath is a different thing. So if you finish exercising or you just did some jumping jacks or some burpees or something really high intensity, high intensity for you, because it varies from person to person, right? And you're over in the corner and like you, you can't talk and you can barely catch your breath. That is your body saying, all right, pump your brakes, slow down, catch your breath, you know, and, and it happens sometimes, especially if you haven't worked out 
especially if you're pushing your body's limits, limits that aren't used to being pushed um, over time as you continue to exercise. And if there is not an underlying health condition, you'll notice your endurance improves over time, but it's all about being consistent. But as a personal trainer, these are some of the things that I look out for uh, when I'm training clients. But from a health condition perspective, some things to look out for, signs and symptoms of poor health that you shouldn't ignore. Mood swings. And I can't tell if it's a myth or if it's true because I do feel moody during my time of the month. And I know many other women who do, but not every woman feels moody during her time of the month. We'll have mood swings here and there. You know, maybe something didn't go as planned in your day. Maybe you got into an argument with your spouse or your kids are acting up. I'm not talking about mood swings from just random occurrences that happen here and there. I'm talking about consistent roller coaster rides in your mood that have been going on for days, weeks, months, and for some people years. And let's be honest, I know that not everyone who listens to this podcast is black, but I am a black woman. I come from a black experience. And I know within my culture and within my family and within my experience, many black people have this mentality of push through the pain, suck it up, keep going. You know, I think that this dates all the way back to slavery. And sometimes we struggle with acknowledging the way that we feel. When you keep things bottled up and the pressure is building, what happens? Everything that bottles up eventually finds its way out and it's explosive. So if you feel like you're going in and out, you have mood swings and it's been happening for a really long time, that could be an indication that an underlying health condition exists. Other things to look out for, headaches. Every now and then you'll get a headache. Again, maybe you didn't get enough rest. Maybe you went out and turned up too much and had too many drinks while you were hanging out with your friends. Maybe somebody just getting on your nerves and they just giving you a headache. I'm not talking about, again, sporadic instances. But if you find yourself consistently having headaches day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out, talk to your doctor about it. A fatigue is another thing. Always tired. You might have some type of nutrient deficiency that you need to talk to your doctor about. Uh, slow healing. You know, the body is designed to naturally heal over time is very interesting because I shared in a couple of previous episodes that I was in an accident uh, about a month ago and uh, I'm seeing my chiropractor who I was seeing just for wellness a couple of years ago actually before the pandemic and now I'm back to him for this uh, injury as a result of my car accident but I remember him sharing a story with me about a client that came in and you know he thought he just needed an adjustment he's like yeah man I got this big lump, you know, on my um, shoulder. And he felt like I just exercised the wrong way and maybe I pulled something and it's swollen. But my chiropractor said he did the x-rays and he found out that it was a tumor. And the guy had to go and see his doctor and have that dealt with. So when you think about slow healing injuries or something happening in your body because we physically see things whether it's a rash a bump like that's why for women in breast cancer they say oh do your breast exam when you're in the shower feel around your breast see if you notice any lumps 
your body is going to give you signs when something is not right. And, you know, there's a saying that says we repeat what we don't repair. And that message, that sign will keep coming back to you over and over again until you deal with it. So when I talk about some of these things that can happen sporadically again, but you're looking for things that are on a continuum that you find yourself dealing with. Oh, man, I was just dealing with this last month and the month before that. And man, I have this pain that's kind of nagging. You know, when I do certain things, I feel some sharpness and uh, it's kind of painful, but I'm pushing through it. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe I just need to stretch. And if you've tried other things and the pain or the discomfort is persistent, take that as a sign to talk to your doctor about it. Again, being more intuitive when our bodies are giving us signs that something is off can literally be the difference between life and death. And I'm not trying to make you paranoid or scared um, having this conversation, but I believe in knowledge is power and application of knowledge is wisdom. And I want everyone to be wise about your choices and how you care for your body. So now that we've covered some of the signs and symptoms that you may be experiencing poor health, let's talk about preventative care because I love being proactive. I don't like making my own mistakes. I like learning from other people's mistakes because I don't have to deal with the pain and the struggle and, you know, just the regret of making the mistake myself. And it's good to observe and pay attention to the lessons in other people's lives so that you don't have to make them. There are so many benefits to preventative care. You have more awareness of risk factors. You equip yourself with the awareness of lifestyle changes to reduce risks. The more proactive you are, the better prepared you'll be. So make sure you're scheduling important screening tests. I think that your birthday is a great reminder. Hey, did I do my annual checkup? Uh, Ladies, did you go see your OBGYN? Did you schedule your mammogram? Fellas, did you get your prostate checked out? Use your birthday month around that time as a reminder to do those annual screenings or if there's something happening within a quarter that you need to do. Like if it's, you know, in the spring or in the fall, whatever is going to be the easiest way to remember to check in with yourself, check in with your body. You know, another benefit to consider when you're taking care of yourself and you're being proactive is saving money. You know, this is a fitness podcast, but if I could talk about money and good money decisions every single episode, I absolutely would. I have gone through my struggles with money, made really bad decisions that I had to suffer through. And I learned from those mistakes. And now I am a debt-free millionaire. And I'm always talking about ways to save money and make more money. And a great way to save money is to take care of yourself. Preventative care can save you money. And it does so in so many ways. It lowers the long-term cost of disease management by catching the signs early. And if you wait on fixing a health issue, medical bills will rise. They can even skyrocket. They can put you into debt. They can drag your family members down into debt with you because, you know, a lot of folks just can't pay the money. They can prevent you from building wealth because if you have high medical bills on your credit report, if you are buried under debt, it's hard to grow your money. It's hard to take advantage of wealth building opportunities. And the cool thing is most insurance companies will cover your preventative care services. So take advantage of, you know, getting your teeth cleaned every year. 
come on man that's another sign if your breath stank all the time even after you brush your teeth even after you flossed even after you ate about seven mints there could be something going on with your gums so pay attention to the signs and take advantage of everything that your insurance is offering you annual checkups from your blood pressure your cholesterol your teeth, everything. I shoot, some insurance companies even offer free gym membership. So if you have a job that offers health insurance, do a little check-in with the HR department and say, hey, um, um, am I missing out on some benefits here that can help me live a healthier lifestyle that can reduce my health costs? You never know what you may find out. Preventative care can also help control a problem. Um, say you do have an underlying health issue. Controlling the risk factors of different causes of death can't happen without preventative care. So there are a lot of strategies to help you control a problem that leads to health risk. A lot of people suffer from addiction and other health-related problems. When you control your issue early in the process, this can save you money and this can possibly save your life. So many, many reasons to take care of yourself. Good for your body, good for your mind, good for your pockets. And that right there is a great way to put a bow on this episode. Ooh, what a great conversation. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Kind of giving myself some reminders to do some checkups and really pay attention to my body as well because I am always in learning mode. Again, thank you for hanging out with me for another episode of the Mind, Body, and Business podcast. Remember, new episodes drop every Wednesday. Plus, you can stay connected with the Mind, Body, and Business podcast at Pod on Instagram and Facebook. Are we friends yet? As always, I enjoyed this time with you. Truly appreciate your ear and look forward to another empowering conversation on the next episode. Take care. Mind, Body, and Business is an Urban One Incorporated Reach Media production hosted by me, Maria Moore. Follow me at Maria Moore on all socials. Executive produced by Maria Moore. Supervisory producer, Colby Kolbtiner. Director of Sales and Corporate Partnerships, Michelle Marino. Integrated Marketing and Partnerships, Lori Flowers, Laura Lopez, and Brittany Jackson. Digital Marketing, Walter Gaynor, J.R. Davis, and Tim Hall. Music produced by Jamal J. So Smith. Thank you for listening to the Mind, Body, and Business Podcast. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.